Welcome to After the Bell Podcast, episode 20, Beyond the Classroom Walls. Happy Thursday, everybody, or in your case, Friday, when this gets released. This is Murray, aka Mr. Doyle, coming to you with episode 20 of After the Bell Podcast, Beyond the Classroom Walls. Our guest today will be exactly like the title says. He is not currently in the schooling system, but he's going to give us his perspective, maybe from the outside and just a different perspective of things going on during this pandemic. We're back from our hiatus. My apologies to our loyal listeners that tuned in last week and you would have found the bye week episode, aka me two minutes telling you that there wasn't going to be an episode. I felt like I needed to release that. I don't know if it was just for my own sake. I mean, people tune in every week. I know that for a fact. It might not be a huge audience, but we do have a bit of a following on After the Bell. So I felt like I needed to deliver that message. And I feel recharged coming back this week. There was a lot going on last week. Report cards. We had virtual parent-teacher interviews, which, again, the second time doing that, it was kind of a lot less weird this time. It's still weird, but it wasn't quite as weird as the first time. Obviously, with the pandemic, we're forced to do things virtually. That includes the school system as well. So I think we made the best of it. But uh, yeah, there was just a lot going on last week. It was kind of a heavy week in the news world as well. But we're back from our brief hiatus. So thanks for those of you that understood. Maybe it's an extra pep in my step today because I'm at home right now. We're actually having, speaking of virtual, we have a virtual PD session that's going to be starting later this morning. And Dr. Jody Carrington who I've personally reached out on After the Bell podcast. And I'm still waiting, Jody, for your response back. But anyway, she's going to be hosting a school division virtual presentation for our PD day today. And once that is finished, I am officially on spring break, which I couldn't be more thankful for this year. I think spring break naturally is always a good kind of recovery piece for teachers, for students. It's a good natural little pause in the school calendar year. And I think this year more than ever, just from talking to colleagues and different people within schools, I think it's badly needed. So I'm looking forward to it. My plans for spring break uh, I actually have a couple birthdays in my life. A couple special people have birthdays. My girlfriend has a birthday. My mom has a birthday, so we'll be doing that. But our guest today, uh, we are actually going to be going to the mountains. My first time skiing, so we're going off to Sunshine Village and doing Haoling. But I don't want to dive too much into those things because... Those are things that we might talk about with our guests today on After the Bell, episode 20, Beyond the Classroom Walls. Again, remember you can follow us on Instagram at, at after.thebell. 
send us a DM if you want to be on the uh, podcast sometime, if you have a teaching story or if you just want to reach out and connect. But yeah, it's I'm looking forward to this week's episode. Like I said, I, I feel recharged. I think taking a week off, it it was a good kind of reminder of just taking care of yourself, most importantly, above anything else else. And you, you kind of have to be selfish sometimes. I think we as teachers, you know, it's a thankless job. And sometimes it's sometimes it's okay to say, you know what, I just need a pause and I just need a break. And, and that's exactly what we did, but we're back. We're back in business. Our following, hopefully, we'll be thankful for that. I think we just passed uh, the 1,100 listens mark. So thank you if you were one or two or multiple of those listens. Again, it doesn't say who is listening, but I do appreciate the following we're going to move on to our weekly segment, which is our hands up segment. Hands up, hands up, baby, hands up. So hands up. We are not diving into the Instagram world like we usually do. We're going to be, or I'm going to just be sharing a, a few comments from, from someone at my school. We'll call him Trevor. But uh, Trevor just wanted to give us a shout out. He was asking if we were recording an episode this week. And I said yes. And yeah, he's a loyal listener. So I just want to give a big hands up to Trevor if you're listening. And again, I appreciate everything that, that is going on at school right now, all your help. So a shout out to you, Trevor. Maybe you'll be inspired to be a future guest here on After the Bell Podcast. This is episode 20 of After the Bell Podcast, Beyond the Classroom Walls. We're going to introduce our guest. We're going to take attendance shortly. Our guest today is actually our fourth David, if you can believe it, to join After the Bell Podcast. So anyone else named David, we're coming for you next. Uh, but it's one of our very few guests that are not currently in the school system. So we're excited to get him introduced to you. And without further ado, I'd like to introduce our guest, David. David, welcome to After the Bell. Hey, Mary. Um, good to be here. Uh, I'm going to say medium time listener. Uh, and yeah, first time uh, guest. That's great. So and, and I appreciate, uh, I appreciate <laughs> you committing last minute. And uh, we're looking forward to getting to know you. So, David, do you want to maybe just start off with uh, a quick bio or introduction? Maybe you want to talk about where you're from, where you currently live, and maybe what you're doing right now? Yeah, for sure. Um, so, I'm originally from town of Bashaw. Uh, grew up there, lived there till I was 15, Went to, and we moved to Settler for high school. Um, fun fact about Bashaw. There is a street there that's named after my family. Um, I now live in Southwest Edmonton. <coughs> Sorry. No not, worries. Not COVID. <laughs> Allergies and yeah. stuff like that. It's all good. Um, I, I currently work in telecommunications doing legal and regulatory and funding stuff um, that comes after 
doing degrees in both mechanical engineering and then law. Um, and so background behind uh, me and Murray. So we, we initially met through November project um, at a post sunrise 6K on May long weekend about three years ago at the Old Man Coffee at McDonald's in Westmount Edmonton. Yes, I remember that day very vividly. Uh, yeah, I know I know my 6K wasn't great, but uh, yours probably was. You're a hell of a lot faster than me. <laughs> that was, no, that was, that was very fitting to throw that story out there. It seems like a long time ago. Dave and I have obviously gotten a lot closer since that uh, random meetup, but I got to go back to Bashaw because when I think of Bashaw, uh, I think of the coldest hockey arena of all time. I wonder if that rink, A, is still operational, and B, if it's still cold. Still operational, yes, but the cold um, the cold changed. Um, it's not as cold anymore. And actually, so again, I lived there till I was 15, so I played, I guess it, I didn't play midget hockey there. Um, but it was into one of my last years there that the the rink got a new plant or a new computer control system and after that got a lot warmer um but it does still have the almost square corners yeah that's what i remember specifically it's such a small rink and it has <laughs> almost square corners well i'm glad that all the current children of basha do not have to freeze in that arena i remember like just wearing layers just to go play like a novice game and our parents were in like double parkas but oh yeah oh yeah we'll move on though we yeah. could we could we could spend a lot of time and we'll kind of loop back into growing up in small towns a little bit later but uh we're gonna warm up here uh i've talked earlier on the episode about a teacher's one of a teacher's favorite time and that's spring break and david and i along with my girlfriend we're uh, we're going on a bit of a spring break adventure and I can't even remember the last time I've left central Alberta. So I'm actually looking forward to it. Uh, our plan is to go hiking one day at Howling and then going skiing at Sunshine. So, David, the audience needs to know, what are you most excited for on this spring break uh, trip? Yeah, honestly, I'm just excited to go hang out with, with you, Natasha. Um, you know, you guys are two of my best friends here in the Edmonton area and I think it'll be really good time um we'll have to for sure crush some beers after you know after the hike and then do the apres skiing thing can't go for a ski day without uh apres beers absolutely yeah no I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that uh you know what some people some people question resort skiing, right? Sunshine Village, obviously a resort, but honestly, I haven't even been out skiing this year. And even if it's like slushy, I don't even know what the conditions are gonna be like. I'm just excited to be outside. I think it's gonna be decent weather and yeah, just kind of be out in nature. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm I'm totally about that too. Um, <clears throat> I haven't checked the forecast for the day yet, but um yeah, whether there's any fresh powder or not doesn't really matter. Um, I generally am very lucky at sunshine. I think I've had one non-bluebird day in my life. Um, so that, you know, that bodes well for us. Yeah, no. And 
and and yeah you know just being on top of a mountain it's it's great yeah we're looking forward to it uh i definitely could use the recharge random kind of follow-up question or point uh do you have like a go-to snack for hiking or skiing like what are you bringing in your backpack either going up a chairlift coming down a run what's your what's your go-to snack well for hiking it's <clears throat> um apples are great uh cliff bars and yep. then summit beers you have to take <laughs> a couple of beers to to have at the summit yeah although I, I was bad last summer for forgetting them half the time right um and uh on the ski hill um really it's i throw a cliff bar in my pocket um because if, if we choose to do this i have pretty much a very set dedicated sunshine route okay yeah um and so cliff bar is needed in the morning as a snack but yeah. then you stop for um early lunch at about 11 to beat the rush and uh and yeah show you that if yeah know. no absolutely we're definitely two newbies and, and we don't get out a ton so we're looking forward to your expertise in this matter uh shout out to cliff bar i'm also a big cliff bar guy uh no free sponsorship ads though cliff bars throw some money this way or some cliff bars this way and then <laughs> no free plugs but uh apple yeah you seem like a, a gala guy or a, or a granny smith maybe what what are you going well, with good good guess on the first one gala apples yeah those are Although I grew up on Macs, um, okay, and Macintosh are still apple pies made with app Macs is my favorite. There was one year um, for my birthday, I asked for app or for birthday pie, <laughs> not uh, not birthday cake, birthday pie. Birthday pie. There you go. Well, we're kind of off the rails, but we'll try to throw back into our hook segment today. I mean, this is a teaching podcast after all, but uh, David, do you, I mean, it's been a few years since you've been back in, you know, primary or secondary school, but did you have a, like a favorite subject in school? Or oh yeah, for sure. And actually let's can tie it back to our previous conversation. Um, pie. <laughs> uh, math and physics like that's those are my jam um although i do have to give an honorable mention to uh building construction in high school it's that that was uh always enjoyed that just being in the shop and working with wood but uh yeah very, math and physics very interesting uh yeah i'm gonna focus in on math because i at least in my teaching experience of teaching math like there's there really seems to be like polarizing there's an extreme group that really likes math and there's an extreme group that doesn't it, there's not a lot of people that it's like in the middle for them so i guess what about math like what what focused you on really diving into that and really liking that like do you have a do you have a family that that or or someone in your life that is in that kind of field well being so my dad's side of the family, um, there are well, two of his brothers. So two of my uncles are engineers. Um, my dad did three years of engineering out of high school before dropping out and um, going back to work at our family business in Bashaw. Right. Um, my mom is an accountant. And so, yeah, I mean, math has always just been 100% natural to me. It 
it just clicks and makes sense and um, yeah, I know natural predisposition. Yeah, no, that's that's good insight. I I definitely like math as well, and yeah, it's 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 obviously it's changed a lot. I think since we were in school, like just the resources that are out there, and you know, we're, we could have a whole conversation about like the new math. And I was actually virtually helping some kids the other day, and the parents came on and oh, why are they learning math this way? Like why? You know, we just memorized all our facts and that could be a whole yeah. other episode just talking about that. that. But uh, I think you also, uh, before we were talking, you mentioned physics. Yeah, yeah, that one too. So um, tell us about that, love. Well, physics, uh, likewise, it just speaks to me and quite literally makes my and the world go round. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thought I'd uh, throw in that pun for you. I, I love it. Of, I love it. Fan of puns. I was trying yeah. not to force it, but <laughs> I gotcha. I, I like I liked yours better, but yeah, no, that's good. We'll 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 circle back to those in a little bit here. But we're gonna switch gears to our recess segment. So recess is kind of a lighter topic, taking a break from our heavy topics, although it doesn't seem that heavy today talking with you. Uh, there's a few ways I'm going to go with this. The first one is, David, you are currently in the process of training for an ultra marathon, which for our audience sakes and all of our loyal listeners, what is an ultra marathon and why would you ever consider doing that? Uh an ultra marathon is the broad category of any running race longer than a marathon. And so a marathon is 26.2 miles or 42.2 kilometers. Um, I'm glad you, I'm glad you say, said that because this podcast is international. I don't know if you heard, we were actually in Algeria and the United Kingdom. Not sure who listened, but. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, did I hear the Algeria? And I also recall you saying that uh, someone from the states had. Yeah. I think you had a you had a hands up on. That. Oh, there you go. Sorry to interrupt. You were telling us about <laughs> ultra marathons. Um, but yeah, no. So anything longer than a than a, a regular marathon. Um, and so why why I wanted to sign up for this, I. Well, the specific one that I signed up for is the, the Grizzly Ultra in Canmore, which is held um, Thanksgiving weekend every year. And so for, for about the past four years, I've, I've wanted to go race in it. Maybe not. Initially, I wasn't thinking the full 50K myself. Um, but as part of a team, because you can run it either solo as a pair or a team of five. Um, but so for the last, well, March 2017, I went for a hike and uh, wrecked my knee, partially tore an MCL. So that, that kept me out, you know, for the past four years. Over the last year, I've, you know, I'd say my knee, you know, got it back to about 98%. And so... You know, this, this kind of January when the Grizzly registration opened, I was, you know, 
threw around a few texts, see if somebody you wanted to run the two person with me. So you do 25 each. And uh, as I was developing, you know, wasn't getting any solid bites. So I just kind of, eh, you know what, I, I might just do the 50 myself. So I registered for it. Um, although that being said, I am still trying to uh, convince a certain somebody <laughs> to, to, to join me. And uh, I changed my registration to the two person. Oh man, David, putting it on the podcast in front of all of our audience. You know what? I think what I have a little bit, if I'm being totally honest, I have a little bit of kind of fear about like an ultra race. I mean, I've basically to this point just been a pure road racer, you know, but there's something comforting in a road race where, you know what, if something goes wrong, like there's medics, there's people watching usually, like there's there's a lot less things that can go wrong on a ro on a road race than than a kind of a race in the backcountry. Uh, well, I mean, there's there's all of uh, yeah. I guess I have to switch into full pitch mode here on the <laughs> podcast. But I, I mean, there's full aid stations there, right? And it's the longest lake is only what 13k, right? Um, and it's it's all loops that like you come back to the same each loop starts and ends at the canmore nordic center like right group area so it's not that i'm going out there and doing 150k loop right uh, well i mean but, i've definitely i've definitely pondered it and i guess what i'll say is i will accept your two-person registration that doesn't mean I don't have a little bit of fear about it, but you know, we'll just have to try to like try some runs where we're off the grid a little bit. I also think, don't you need bear spray for that? I'm not sure on that. I do have bear spray. Oh, okay. Um, and so, I mean, if only one of us is running at a time, we can swap that all. Oh, right. To, I mean, yeah. I do, I do have a phobia and fear of wildlife too. Like, especially trying to outrun a bear. I don't think I'm going to win. So, but yeah. uh, yes, you've heard it here first on After the Bell podcast. I will accept if you're still looking for someone. Okay. Um, we can. Yeah, I think so. Huh. I, I think so. We can. We can confirm after, but I think so. The the fifty is a little daunting. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. No. The. You know what? I I'm sure you could you could grind it out. I've seen you grind out some good performances. So yeah, we'll we'll talk off the script, but. I mean, if I try to bail, remember this podcast. Our okay. our second <laughs> our second recess topic is we talked a little bit about Basha, but uh, just general thoughts. We've talked a lot of our guests have come from quite small places, small towns. I would specify that's a hard word to say. Uh, what did what was your experience like with a small town? I always say. You know, it's just like the people in a small town, and I, I like having the neighbors that you wave at, and like just the easy, slow nature of a slow town of a small town. But what about for you? What does it? Oh, well, basically everything you just said. Um, you know, my both of my grandparents, like my, you know, each grandparents on each side were blocks away. You could ride your bike down the, you know, middle of the street. Well, I guess maybe that's not the most encouraged, but you can. Um, 
know, and no worries that you're going all the way across town or anything like that. Um, the, the local Chinese food place in Dashaw, yeah. my family has been going for, to for decades. And when I go back there, I don't have to open the menu. And sometimes I don't even have to order. Yeah. They just know what my order is. So they you know, ring it through for me. Right. Um, but the, you know, at my place in life right now, I, I, I often say that a small town is a good place, is a great place to be from, um, you know, because you grow up with all of that, but then it's just, you know, my lifestyle right now, there's, um, you know, just what's there is, is limited. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good point. Um, yeah, you're definitely kind of restricted. I just like, I don't know if you ever watched the show Cheers, but like the theme song of a small town, like where everybody knows your name. Like it just, oh, yeah. it just, it yeah. just really resonates to me. Like, you know, even us, we, we ran this morning, David and I, uh, before, before work started. And, uh, a guy, one of the guys, John loyal listener, uh, he's from my small town and, I can go a long time without seeing him. And then all of a sudden, you know, we get together and it's just kind of, it's easy to catch up and, and chat and he's just very easy and friendly. So I'm sure there's people yeah. like that in your town. Oh yeah. Yeah. Although, um, I guess kind of as I, yeah, we moved away from Dashaw when I was 15. So, you know, that's kind of when, probably when you start to remember and really get to know before that, you know, you're kind of too young to really make a lot of those connections. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, well, it's funny just, you know, the way my my parents talk and I'm, I'm guessing yours would be the same. It's, <laughs> you know, so someone brings up somebody, you know, from the town history or, you know, that is in the town and, oh yeah, well, they used to live in such and such house <laughs> on such and such street and, oh yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very, very good point. Uh, this is episode 20 of After the Bell podcast, Beyond the Classroom Walls with our guest, David. <laughs> now, we should get into the classroom walls, though. Uh, last period today, we're going to talk about teachers and teaching specifically, and maybe a, a groundbreaking announcement here on the podcast. But let's start with maybe a memorable teacher or two that either just you remember for just being a really solid teacher of whatever they were teaching or just memorable stories that kind of you've moved into adult life with and kind of continued to remember those teachers. Yeah, for sure. Um, I might have to go into speed mode here because I definitely have a list. No, um, take your time. No worries. So, so first of all, there's uh, Gord, our building construction teacher in uh, Stetler high school. And well, he, he was just that type of guy. I mean, we called him Gord. It wasn't Mr. Goodrich. He, you know, he was personable with, with everybody that, and, and he was from industry and he said, you, you know, out there we call each other by the first name. Yeah. So he, you know, he was good with it. Yeah. Um, then there was Mrs. Drake who I had for physics 20. Um, I didn't know this at the time, but found out after she's also an engineer. And it showed because she just absolutely loved physics and everything to do with it. Um, I can 
remember some of the experiments and even some of her lectures um, clear as day, you know, here how many years later. Um, then Mr. Pinder, he was my social 20 and 30 teacher. And I, he just connected with me. Um, actually, a big part of it was, so he's a, a Habs fan, like Montreal Canadiens. Gross. Oh, yeah. Well, all he did was, uh, you know, rip me for being an Oilers fan. Um, you know, he'd come into class and, um, you know, oh, yeah, your Oilers lost again last night. And, of course, this was, well, at least grade, grade 11 was when the Oilers made their uh, cup run in 06. Yeah. Um, I guess I just aged myself there. No, that's okay. But, uh, we... um, but then grade 12 is, you know, when they started to go downhill. And actually the only day he sympathized with me was the day they traded Smith. Brian Smith. Right. That was a sad oh, day. It, it was. I, I didn't believe it. And I walked around in shock for the rest of the day after it happened. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah. Yeah. Was he like French Canadian or like, wh why would he cheer for the Canadians living in Stettler? You know what? I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> I actually never asked. Was he that. older? Cause like there's, there's that segment of the population that it's like the original six like I cheer for the original six teams and yeah, yeah, probably would have been. Cause I mean, he would have been nearing retirement when I was in grade 11, 12. Yeah. Um, Interesting. But, yeah. No, actually I never asked him. Hmm. I just, okay, you're a house set. That's well better than the flames. So yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. They're doing real awesome right now. Hey, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> makes me happy. Yeah, for sure. Any other yeah. teachers on your list? Uh, well, I got to give a not a not for high school, but I got to give a shout out to uh, Deloitte J. Goof, who yeah. was one of my instructors at law school. Okay, um, he was just such a lovable and caring, caring guy that uh, yeah, he definitely you know was my favorite at law school. And I was definitely one of his all-time favorite students. Yeah. Um, no, that's a good. Lot of time. No, that's good. And, and that then, then actually, I'm going to throw a curveball at you, Murray, here. Sure. And uh, mention three that have never taught me, but uh, have been part of my life and kind of leading to, you know, this, the, the big thing you, you mentioned earlier. No spoilers. Uh, Don't spoil it. Uh, one of which is my dad, um, because he is also um, a teacher now. He went back to school in his 40s to do an ed degree. And uh, then he got into teaching heavy-duty mechanics at Red Deer College. Um, and um, so that's one. Okay. Another is, uh, well, yourself. Because you've given me, uh, you know, talked a lot about teaching and, uh, you know, the profession. And I can see, um, you know, can see what it does for you and how much you enjoy it. And uh, Yeah, I you know, appreciate that. This was not. You get out 
Whatever. This was not planned, by the way, but I, I do appreciate <laughs> that. I do appreciate uh, that. And the third one? Uh, well, it's – I'm guessing you know who it is, but it's a girl I dated last year right. um, for much – for much the same reasons as yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, gave me a first hand look into teaching and how much how much passion she had for it and um, you know, just what it meant to her. Yeah, and it's um thanks for sharing that again. Thanks again for the shout out. I think the cool thing about teaching and and you've met quite a few of my friends that are that are teachers is that it really just kind of brings a big fulfillment uh, in your life. Like it's definitely challenging at times and it can be really, really um, a battle, but there, there's a lot more good days than, than bad days. And I've been really lucky kind of so far in my career with running into lots of good students and colleagues and, and parents too, right. That are really supportive. But uh, I think, it, yeah. do you think it's, do you think it's time David for the big announcement? Yeah, I, I think so. Now, I'm tr- I'm sitting here thinking about how I want to do this. And our <laughs> listeners right now are dying of anticipation. But I, I don't know. It's a big enough thing that that I may be going to get you to do it. Because I think it's, it's, it's going to be more meaningful that way. But without further ado, go ahead. Uh, I have decided to pursue a career change. And... On the topic of education and teaching, I've applied to go back to school, hopefully starting September to the U of A uh, for an education after degree. Uh, that was a sports center like update. Oh uh, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's such big news. And first off, I think you will be the most qualified teacher. Um at least post-secondary wise that could be out there, but maybe. And uh, this, I just found this out last night. My dad was speaking with, uh, so he's associate Dean of trades at Red Deer college. He was chatting with the associate Dean of education also at Red Deer college. And I guess she know, she knew of, you know, somebody passed through the college. I think, um, that was a judge. And then decided to go back to school and be a teacher. Oh, really? So I might not. So wow, judge. Yeah. Hmm. So I might not be the most. <laughs> you know what? Though I wonder what. Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder what. I wonder what that teacher like decided to go back to. Like, I'm assuming a secondary teacher. I mean, you could be a judge in on the on the elementary playground, but I just I don't <laughs> see, I don't see the correlation really. Yeah. Um, maybe, no, interesting. Yeah. Well, that's that. Like I said, that's that's huge news. I it's a, it's one of the reasons why I wanted to get you on the podcast because, you know, we've we've gone on many runs and had many conversations about both of our jobs, and I think what strikes me as something that, um, I'm actually pretty proud of you is like you're just recognizing something else that it might not have been the original plan but like i give you kudos for kind of taking a step back and saying like what do i really want to do and like what is out there for me and it's so easy to just fall back into the status quo so i definitely admire that about you 
Yeah, um, well, and thanks. I appreciate it. I very much appreciate our chats and runs. Um, you know, and and I guess just to tie into the you know the relationship I had last last summer. Um, she's a math and and science teacher. And uh, I I just really you know seem to connect with with her you know passion for math science teaching, um, and uh, yeah you know then I guess post relationship uh, you know got got reflecting on life and that kind of stuff and um, you know just kind of came to the realization that like you know company is great work is. The actual job is good, but it's just not, you know, not doing it for me. Um, and when I kind of stumbled on the, um, you know, got back connected to the math and physics, it just kind of lit up again. Um, and this isn't actually the first time I've thought about going back to school and doing this. Right. Um, about three years ago, I kind of didn't, you know, had finished the articling thing, didn't know fully if that's what I wanted to continue doing. And at the time I thought about uh, going back to school, to education. Um, at the time decided to, you know, mostly just work a little more because at the time seven years of school was enough and wanted to have some lifetime. But uh, yeah, no, excited for it and, and uh I don't know if she listens to the podcast, but if she does, um, thank you for that. You know, thanks. for helping me re reconnect. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, David. Yeah, hopefully she's a listener. And if not, I'm going to go track her down and make sure she is. Uh, this is episode 20 of After the Bell podcast, Beyond the Classroom Walls. David has just announced that he will be entering the education field at some point. At some point near actually in the not so distant future. So that's exciting. You kind of, you kind of answered my next question uh, with the math and physics. So I know you're probably looking at maybe like the secondary roots, uh, majoring in and minoring. Do you want to talk about that? I don't want to butcher it. No, yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah, for sure. Secondary. Um, by, you know, kind of thinking about it and looking back to courses and subject matter, my like my two dream classes they're sub subjects to teach physics 20 and math 31 um and that comes fully from my engineering degree yeah um and on that with the with the u of a's after degree program i get credit for a full physics major because of my mechanical engineering and uh minor is well, kind of to be determined depending on what, you know, how much credit they give me for other coursework. I'm thinking it'd either be, either be math or based on the law degree and business classes I've taken, um, a CTS in business admin and finance. Right. Um, so, because I, I think it'd be cool to, either, you know, teach, I don't know if there are high school courses like that, yeah, or for sure. you know, I've had thoughts of, um, you know, could start up some kind of a entrepreneurship yeah. 
after school program or club or something like that. Yeah. Um, cause I, I've been connected through all those circles through university and, um, I know that post-secondary isn't for everybody in high school, coming out of high school. And, mm-hmm. you know, so some people just, some kids have a good business idea, um, would love to be able to help them connect with those resources and point them in the right direction. Totally. And just to kind of add to what you're saying, I think a big part of teaching is the, is the relationship piece. And I think what'll be cool. And and I've taught a little bit of high school. It's definitely not my realm, but I think one of the cool things looking back on my own high school was that, you know, you, you take these academic courses to hopefully, you know, get into a program that is either prestigious or like to, at that age, you're like, oh, I just want to make lots of money. And, you know, these programs, are, this these are the courses that I need to take. And I'm going to be so happy when I have this. I think you're going to have a rare position to be a person of influence who have done a lot of those things. And I think there's a lot of value and it's been brought a lot of joy to your life in some ways. But I also think you're, you could be a good sounding board to someone who's like i don't know what route to do or like is this actually going to be what i want to do like have you thought a little bit about that oh 100 percent, and that's that is another thing i'd like to or i'd be totally open to doing in a in a high school is some kind of you know career guidance resource um because i i did exactly what you just said you know I went into engineering because people said, um, oh, you're good at math and physics. Go be an engineer, which I, you know, don't get me wrong. I absolutely loved the course material. Yeah. But then when I found out what an engineer actually does for work, I, you know, it wasn't for me. Um, so then law school was actually about pursuing a, at the time an interest in more in business and applying law within a business. Um, but, um, you know, I've also realized that that's not totally me. And so what, you know, I just, yeah. Yeah. You know, hopefully, I'm sure it comes across in how I've been talking, but like math and physics, just love it. So, yeah. For those of you that don't know David, like this is the guy that, you know, we hung out a few times ago and he showed me this. I don't even know how to explain it, but. It was like an Instagram account, which I didn't even know there's that many like physics Instagrams accounts, but it was like, it was something about, do you remember what I'm talking about? Like it was something about like Oreos and uh, with the whip, like the the icing inside of it. And I looked at it for like a minute, you know, and I have, you know, I took math 30 pure back then. and, And that was pretty much the end of my math being a mathlete phase in my life, but like, yeah, you, you have, it's such a specific and a really like niche class. Some of those classes, especially finding teachers for those, because a lot of those people, you know, they, they either maybe go on to university or do something in mathematics, like outside of the traditional K to 12 system. But uh, yeah, do you want to describe what the Oreo thing was? Cause I, I can't to the listeners. Yeah, and it's, um, I'm trying to think if this would actually fall in Math 30 or if it'd be Math 31 or into well, university calculus. I can, tell you, I can tell you it's not grade six math. I can confirm that. 
Um, although the grade six kids would probably love the Orioles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, well, it's basically combination of functions. And so it was, you know, if you've got a, some function f of x and some function g of x, um, how you put them together makes a difference, right? So if you put g within f or if you put f within g, it, you know, it gives a different outcome. So the meme or the picture, um, one was, you know, okay, if F is the cookie and G is the icing, well, then one has two pieces of cookie on the, like a normal Oreo. So two pieces of cookie and icing in the middle. And then when you flip them, it's icings, two icings on the outside and cookie in the middle. And when I saw that, I just like, huh. That, that is brilliant. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, for all your, for all you listeners with children in those classes right now, you can reach out to David for some tutoring or some online help. Uh, you can reach him through Gmail or, or you could just message me and I can pass on his info. Or if you'd like to learn more about that um, instead of just eating Oreos like most people do. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I like to eat Oreos too. So. Yeah, I want to say that you did a good job explaining, aka showing your passion in that, despite me, most of our audience not understanding that, we can still feel your passion though. You're right. That's cool. I also, I also picture you. You mentioned construction and shop, and and David's super like crafty, hands-on guy. Like, I think that's a often, uh, you know, the shop uh, or the construction zone. Like some of some of the students in my class that maybe struggle with traditional classes. Like those are the kind of kids that you put them in a shop, and it's like a whole new world. And it might be one of the few places within a school setting where a they're like super confident b they're super happy and and i think you know whatever route you go like i think you have the tools to teach a class like that which i think is i think that's really really awesome so yeah i as a friend i'm really excited that you um have applied and i'm looking forward to hearing about it some more yeah, no, I'm I'm super excited. Um, I haven't told work yet. I'm right now. I guess I'm hoping, kind of assuming they don't actually listen to right after the bell. Yeah, but uh, in case they do, well, I'm gonna be telling them shortly. You know, within probably a couple of weeks, because I'm hoping to start some summer or spring courses at uh, the start of May. Right. Well, the other day I was actually looking at the top trending podcasts on Apple. Um, there must have been a glitch or something because this one wasn't on there. But oh, uh, <laughs> I, I was like, okay, Joe Rogan, number one. Okay, makes sense. Uh, oh, spin checklets. Yeah, okay, makes sense. 31 thoughts with the sports net guys. Yeah, it makes sense. And I was like, where is after the bell? So, you know what? I'm about 99.9% .9 sure that you have nothing to worry about. Um, I think I'm fairly safe as well. Yeah. So this is after the bell episode 20 beyond the classroom walls. Again, if you want to follow us on our Instagram account, you can find us at at after dot the bell. Send us a DM if you want to be on 
this podcast sometime if you have a good teaching story. David, I'm sure, is going to plug all of his listeners out in Bashaw. Do any of them do any of them even have podcasts out there yet or Bashaw Settler area? Um, well, see, that's the thing. I actually don't know anybody in Bashaw anymore. Fair enough. Or Settler. Yeah. Um, basically, all of my friends are university friends from uh, St. Joe's College right. residents at the U of A. Shout out to St. Joe's if you're listening. Pass it along to those guys, maybe. Yeah, should. Um, yeah, it's cool to say you're on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. That, yeah, that is cool. Like, I, I listen to you on Spotify while I drive a lot of the time. Okay, so. right on. Yeah, you'll have to pass it on to others, and uh, you know, maybe it's maybe it's maybe we were talking about maybe getting your dad on to talk about the post secondary maybe lens of of the classroom and beyond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if you wanted a college. Uh, college perspective for sure i could talk to him oh yeah yeah we'll we'll definitely line up line that up uh any other kind of final thoughts david before we wrap up uh no i you know we had a good chat here murray yeah Very much appreciate it um excited for you know summer future yeah whatever that might look like um our spring you know, break trip next week gonna be epic Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, that too. Yeah, we'll end on one kind of just cool note. I was actually sitting here for a virtual PD day today, and uh, the speaker was Dr. Jody Carrington. But what, what was cool is like a whole school division event. So I think there was like four hundred people. But you know, we I res I resonated so much when you were talking about the teachers that you had, and it was really cool because as soon as I logged in, I'm seeing all these teachers that taught me from kindergarten to grade 12. And a lot of it was just like recognizing, you know, all the work that teachers do. And I actually had a chance to, um, in the comment section, like reach out to a lot of the teachers, because that's the thing. It's, it's a thankless job sometime. And I haven't talked to some of these people in years. And it was really cool to just say in the chat, like, you know, thank you for, like being such an inspiration. Like I know I was a pain in the butt maybe in junior high, but <laughs> like it was really cool to kind of extend that like, thank you. And uh, yeah, I had a few message back and just say like, wow, like that really meant a lot to me and, and, you know, I hope you're doing well. And I think that's, that's the power of connection is just such a huge part of teaching. And um, I think, I think you're going to find that as well so yeah yeah no absolutely because i've um i have two of my two of those teachers i've named on facebook yeah um and yeah still you know chat with them from time to time and i do i think it'd be cool if you know i end up having the same impact and you know connection with somebody yeah some kid absolutely episode 20 beyond the classroom walls it is the last day before our spring break so i'm gonna say it's well past 318 when you hear this sound. David, thanks a lot for joining the podcast today. Yeah, thanks for being here. Have a great spring break. Class dismissed.